Welcome into the Inside the NFL Prospects podcast series. I'm Jack Borowski, joined here alongside my co-host Brian Sternberg. In this episode, we are fortunate to have on Dio Odengbo. Dio is a starting defensive lineman for the Vanderbilt Commodores and is one of the top returning defensive tackles in the entire country. Dio, thanks for joining us on the podcast. Oh yeah, thanks for having me. To start, Dio, thinking about this upcoming season, we know circumstances have changed a lot of preparation, but just in general, what have you been working on this offseason in order to improve your game? Uh, This offseason, I've just been working on getting stronger, uh, being more explosive off the line of scrimmage, you know, uh, playing in the SEC, you see some of the biggest guys in the country in the up front, so... Been working on my strength, just just to be better equipped to deal with them. And Dio, you just mentioned playing in the SEC, going up against a lot of top talent week in and week out. Um, how is going up against teams like Alabama, LSU? How does that help you develop as a player? I mean, everybody knows the SEC's got some of the best talents in the country year in and year out. And those are the guys that are going in the first round of the NFL drafts, going and starting for years on Sundays. So it's just, it's really just a blessing to be able to play them uh, week in and week out and see that type of talent and try to prepare myself for the next level. With your positioning at Vanderbilt, for those who don't know, what type of role do you play in the Vanderbilt defensive scheme? In the last last three years I've pretty much played everywhere on the defensive line from zero technique to nine and I play all over the line whatever uh, depending on the situation we're in or the package or what what role I need to play and uh, we try to mix up our front and try to give a a lot of different looks so we learn a lot of different positions and uh, just try to do my job playing and play out and Dio, statistically, um, number-wise, do you have any goals for next season? I mean, the most important statistic is obviously winning games. I mean, that's my number one goal, number one priority. But on top of that, uh, I'd like to get my sack numbers up. I mean, I had, uh, I had a decent amount of tackles for loss, decent amount of tackles. So I'd just like to get my sack numbers up mentioned SEC football goal win as many games as possible what do you think this Vanderbilt team we know it's going to be a tough road ahead being that at SEC just so many talented teams but in your opinion what do you guys have to do to not only have a successful season but have a chance to win your conference um yeah like you said we see great teams week in and week out and you got to be prepared to to play every Saturday. Uh, I see every game as a new opportunity to win. The last week doesn't matter, and the next week doesn't matter. You just got to focus on going one and know that week. So, I mean, as long as guys are – we really just got to focus on executing and uh, being better technicians and football players, but just executing plays, playing hard, and the results will come out of that. Coming in out of high school, you're only one of six true freshmen to see action. You played in all 12 games. 
What was the adjustment like from the high school game to the college game? It was definitely a huge adjustment. I mean, I played 4A football in Texas where there's there's competition, but it's definitely nothing like the SEC. So coming straight out of high school and playing really the best competition you can play, like in my third game, college, I played against Alabama the year they won the national championship when I was 17. And it's it's kind of like it's a big difference from where I was at that point last year to where I was right then. But, I mean, this, I, I feel like kind of just getting thrown into the water kind of helped. And the speed, catching up to the speed of the game was hard, but I'm glad that I played that year and I played as a true freshman because it definitely prepared me to be at the place that I am right now. Do you have a memory that early on from your career, you said played Alabama at 17 years old, but just in general, was there a practice early on or a scrimmage where you realized, all right, th- these are division one players that I'm going up against now. This isn't high school anymore. Uh, yeah, during that first camp, uh, came out to practice and we started off with, a. Uh, like board drills or Oklahoma drill, essentially. And it was just, I was going against one of our starting tackles and it was one of my first fully padded SEC practices. And it was just a a welcome to the SEC moment. Let's just say that. (laughs) So yeah, I kind of, I kind of realized that the speed of the game was going to be different after that moment. Dio, coming from Texas, four-star recruit coming out of high school. Can you talk a little bit about your high school career, what the whole recruiting process was like for you, and why you ended up choosing Vanderbilt? Uh, Well, my high school recruiting is a little different than a lot of people's. I didn't uh, play football my freshman year because I went to a school that didn't have a football team, so I was playing basketball. And I transferred schools because I kind of wanted to play football and more of my friends went to the other schools. So I went to the, I transferred schools and I tried out, at first I wasn't playing football. I tried out for the team, made varsity. And at the time I was playing receiver and I played receiver and outside linebacker. And I played that for that my sophomore year. My junior year came around and we kind of changed our scheme. And they wanted me to play tight end, so I started playing tight end. And I was still playing outside backer. And halfway through my junior season, uh, like college coaches started coming around, and Tulsa offered me a scholarship. And then I finished out that season. And about six months later was when I got my second offer. So I had just Tulsa for about six months. Then my second offer about six months later, and I started to transition to a lot of colleges wanted me to play defensive end. And uh, so I started to transition the defensive line and moving away from tight end and receiver. And then my senior year comes around. My junior year spring is kind of when my recruiting blew up. I ended up getting like, I don't know, I got a bunch of offers that that, uh, that spring. And I was looking at schools and my older brother actually went to Vanderbilt before I did. And he's two years older than me. So we played together my freshman and sophomore year. And um, so I, I was always kind of looking at Vanderbilt, and then they offered me. 
then later on, I, I kind of saw it to be the best fit, so I committed and went into my senior season, played my senior season out, and then enrolled. Talking about your high school career, it said you started out at wide receiver, outside linebacker. What was that transition to defensive line like? Like, what do you have to gain a tremendous amount of weight? Was were there different training regiments or ways you studied film differently? How did you end up going from playing wide receiver early on in high school to now being a two hundred eighty plus pound defensive tackle? I mean, I was always kind of just able to gain weight naturally. So as I got older, I started to gain more weight. But when uh, it was more kind of what we needed at the time. So when I was playing outside backer, one of our D-linemen went down. So they moved me to D-line. Uh, when I was playing receiver, we kind of wanted to put a tight end role into offense and emphasize that more. So I started playing tight end. And actually, my senior season, one of our own linemen went down. So, well, actually, at the end of my junior season, one of our own linemen went down. So I started playing tackle, and then I played tackle throughout my uh, senior season. But, I mean, the transition was never really – I guess at the time, I didn't really understand that that was like, not the most like normal thing for someone's high school experience to change positions every, every year, essentially. But I kind of just – was trying to do what was best for the team. Like I, I just wanted to win games. So whatever the coach was tell was telling me, that's what I do. So I guess now looking back, it is kind of a crazy experience starting off playing wide receiver and finishing playing like O line and G line. So and Dio, has there been a game uh, this past season, whether it was your freshman, sophomore, or junior season, where? you might have lost the game but you played really well in um and did that game give you like a boost of confidence or anything like that i would say like there there are games that that i played well in that obviously gave me a boost of confidence and i'm sure some of them we lost but like i i feel like the, the most memorable ones are the ones we win so like all miss my sophomore year and uh, Tennessee, my sophomore year, those were like two really good games for me that we ended up winning that uh, led us to a bowl game. So those are kind of the most memorable games and like, kind of like boosting my confidence in the SEC and like kind of letting me know that I could, I could perform and perform at a high level in this conference. Being an edge defender in the SEC is a tall task, especially early on in your career. Were there any of your teammates or your brother coaches that helped you out early on, whether it be tape study, how you're supposed to act on the field, things of that nature? Who helped you early on and throughout your career? Uh, I mean, my brother has always been there to kind of steer me in the right direction. We we both played the same position, so he was always there to help me out when I needed help. Um, I mean, all the coaches have been really uh, – I've, had, I've been blessed to have great D-line coaches, and uh, my freshman year, I had Coach Ayu, uh, and Coach Hay, and now I have Coach uh, KU, Coach Udeze. But um, I've just been blessed to have great coaches who have always been been willing to, to help me or sit down with me if I need extra help. And uh, 
that really just want me to keep be better and want to see me succeed. So really just the entire staff event has really just been a help and been a blessing in my life to to move me along through the college experience. And Dio, if you could pick a game that you played in and you had the option to replay that game, what game would you pick and why? Uh, probably Notre Dame in my sophomore season. Uh, Notre Dame, we played Notre Dame at Notre Dame. There was number three, and that was the year they were undefeated in the regular season and went to the playoffs. But they were number three in the country at the time. And we ended up losing by one touchdown. And I always think back to things in the game. I could have done better. That probably would have won us the game or could have won us the game. So that, that would have just been like a something you always talk about for the rest of your life, you know what I'm saying, being a number, number three in the country Notre Dame team at home or at their house. So that was one game I could go back and try again. Uh, what's it been like playing under head coach Derek Mason? Can you describe your relationship with your head coach? I mean, it's been great. I've known Coach Mason since I was, what, like 12, 13 years old now. So, I mean, he's really just a great a great man and a great leader. Uh, and he really cares about his athletes. Like, you can't say that a lot of, about a lot of coaches at, at schools, especially in this conference. They kind of just see you as a, a jersey or another player. He cares about each and every play on our team, whether they're a walk-on, whether they're a four-year starter, whether they they never played here. And he really, like, invests in everybody's lives. If you ever need something, you know he'll be there. He'll never throw you under the bus. He'll always take it on his own shoulders. So I, I've always just seen him as a great kind of inspiration, a great kind of uh, role model in my life because he's the type of person you want, that you want to lead you and kind of be a, have a big impact on your, your kid's life or your life. And Dio, being a senior next season, you're going to be the leader of this defense. So how, how do you see yourself taking on a leadership role next season and helping underclassmen? Uh, I've, I've, always, I've never been the most vocal leader, but I, I've been trying to uh, – I've been consciously trying to work on that and try to be more of a vocal leader as well as lead by example and uh, try to help younger guys that are struggling or that are kind of finding the way the same way that I did and kind of help them how older guys helped me when I was younger and lead them the right way and uh, just help them be the best, best version of themselves that they can be. Dio edge defender, defensive end in general, position versatility in the SEC. You had to go up against some top-tier offensive tackle. When watching film and in the games, were there any that stood out to you as the best you faced this past season? I mean, obviously, Andrew Thomas from Georgia is a really great tackle. Uh, probably be a top five, top ten pick this year. and He's a great tackle, one of the best players I've played against. Uh, Kentucky always has a really well-coached O-line. Um, like, 
they always have really great techniques in what they're doing and that they're trying to defeat you with and use your use your own power against you. So they always show up on film and show up on game day. Daya, when you're watching film, what do you look for in their game? Uh, when I'm watching film, I, I try to find their strengths and their weaknesses. I want to see what, what they want to do, what they feel the most comfortable doing and what makes them uncomfortable and how they get beat, why they get beat, and how I can use that to my advantage on Saturday. Daya, we see your progression as you're coming towards the end of your collegiate career. But for these young guys, underclassmen, are there any that stood out to you as guys haven't gotten that media attention yet but should be on draft radars pretty soon? I mean, I can write a list <laughs> with a whole bunch of names, but we have a lot of young guys, freshmen, sophomores, juniors coming up that are both on offense and defense. They're going to be really great players. I mean, we have... Uh, Let's see. We had a, a couple true freshmen play last year. Uh, Jalen Mahoney. He's going to be a hell of a player. He plays uh, DB, plays corner. So, and he's one of the best freshman corners I've seen in a long time come in and play at a high level in the SEC. And then uh, Davion Davis is going to be a great player. He plays on the D line with me. And then there's, uh, I mean, there's names I could list for forever so just got young guys on our team that are that are going to be really really good players and play on Sundays one day so Dio being in the SEC playing in front of large crowds home and away what is a typical game day like for you and what is it like playing at your home stadium uh I mean, a typical game day for us would be, I mean, we get up in the hotel, have breakfast, depending whether it's the morning game or a late game, we'd have meetings, maybe another meal. We get on the bus, go to the facility, um, get ready for game day, uh, warm up, and then we head down Starwalk, which is our kind of like tradition where the fans stand around. It's kind of like a, a, a pathway covered in stars. It's coming in star beat down to our stadium and we walk down the the path with all the fans around into the stadium. It's kind of a great experience. So Dio, if you could be trained by someone currently in the NFL or retired, who would it be and why? Okay, so if I could be trained by one person, it would probably be like Chandler Jones. The Cardinals. I really like the way he plays football. He has a lot of uh, really interesting techniques when he's pass rushing and when he's playing defense. So I'd really like to work with him if if I have the opportunity. But I mean, there's there's I could name once again I could name a whole bunch of guys that I would love to train with in the NFL just because of how great they are doing what they what they do and some of the knowledge I could gain from them. And Dio. What would you want GMs or scouts to know about yourself, who they're getting in the locker room, who they're getting in the field, who they're getting in as a leader? I mean, I just want to let them know that they're going to get somebody who's going to come to work every day and that really wants to wants to be great, someone who really loves football. Because, I mean, no matter what, like, 
at the end of the day, my goal is really just to be the best football player that I can make myself while I have the opportunity to do so. So whether that's just two years, one year, if that's all I have, I know that that span of time I'm going to make myself the best player I can be in that one year. So because I see some of the like legendary players and the the great Hall of Fame guys, and like that's kind of what I want to aspire to be. Just from just even with just watching the game, like I, I try to envision myself doing what they're doing, using those techniques, using that 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 fire that they have. So that's really just know that you're going to get a player who wants to be great. Dio, we know next goal NFL, but do you have any career aspirations or things you would like to do outside of football? Yeah, I mean, obviously, football is not forever. So, other than football, I'm interested in like real estate, commercial real estate, uh, like rental properties, franchising. So, I have some ideas with that. Dio, when you're not on the football field or in the classroom, are there certain activities that you like to do with your teammates, like play basketball or play video games? No, I don't really play. I don't play video games. I, I don't really play basketball outside of. Uh, I don't really play basketball anymore because I'm always nervous that like I twist an ankle or something. But uh, really, my main hobby outside of football, I really like cooking. So I really cook a lot. Watch a lot of cooking shows. So it's one of my hobbies outside of football. And how did you get end up getting interested in cooking or pick that up as a hobby? Uh, really just being around my mom growing up, uh, her just being in the kitchen, she cooked a lot. So just spending time in the kitchen, I always just, I just found a, found a love for it. What's your favorite meal to cook? I probably cook some hibachi. Everybody who knows me knows I like to cook hibachi and like stir fry. So that'd probably be a go-to meal. That's a fun choice. And for our last question, Dio, for any rising high school football player, what is one piece of advice you could give to them? Any advice I would have, I would just say, like, create a good relationship with your coaches on every level from high school to to college because that's who, like, college recruiters are going to talk to when they're coming to look at you. And that's who NFL scouts are going to talk to when they're coming to look at you when you're in college. They're going to talk to your coaches and see what type of person you are, and then just, like, work hard. Don't stop working. Don't don't get content with where you are. Be the best player you can be. That was Dio Dengbo, defensive end for the Vanderbilt Commodores. We really appreciate your time, and best of luck with everything in the future. Uh, thank you. Thank you for having me.